Former New York Ranger Carl Haglin calls it a career at the age of 35. We are giving Hags a proper send-off by recalling some of his best moments, specifically those that occurred with the New York Rangers. All this and more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 893 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And so, yeah, want to uh, spend today's episode kind of uh, making a little bit of a tribute show to Carl Haglin, who uh, just about four days ago announced his retirement at the age of 35. And for anybody who might not be up to speed on Carl Haglin and you know what's been going on with him recently, I, I think most people are aware. But uh, just to do some quick recapping here, uh, he had a severe eye injury, really a scary situation. This occurred at a Washington Capitals practice on March 1st. 2022. I'm not sure that the exact details have, have ever really like seen the light of day or, or they're that well known. I, I want to say maybe it was like a puck to the eye or something along those lines. But anytime you hear eye injury, it's obviously a very scary thing. And this is a very scary situation uh, for Carl Haglin. He needed to have two surgeries on his eye, which I mean, just the thought of that is horrifying. Don't, don't put anything anywhere near my eyes. Okay. But he had to have two surgeries on his eye to avoid losing his eye completely. It could have been lost. He could have, you know, lost all his vision. As it turns out, he did indeed uh, suffer from a partial loss of vision in his left eye. Uh, but the good news, obviously, is that he gets to keep the eye, and it sounds like that it, you know, it does still function uh, to to some degree, at least. Uh, and then it wasn't just the eye injury that was keeping him out. He missed this entire past season uh, while under contract with the Washington Capitals. He also ended up having uh, two different hip procedures. The first was an arthroscopic procedure on his hip that was then followed by a full hip resurfacing this past February. And I'm no doctor, but obviously uh, these are two serious injuries. And once again, as a result, did not play any hockey uh, this past season for the Washington Capitals. It's interesting because, you know, I had no idea was Carl Hagelin going to be able to continue his career? Does he even want to continue his career? Uh, obviously there was no way to know for sure, but we went through this off season. And one of the things I do every off season is I take a look at different, uh, unrestricted free agents from around the NHL. And I just try to figure out guys who could be, you know, a good fit for the New York Rangers. And obviously this off season, I'm very much aware of the Rangers cap space or lack thereof. And so I took a look basically at players when it came to forwards, specifically as depth forwards, guys that were going to play the fourth line, the third line at best, you know, bottom six type forwards, guys that could be had at a pretty reasonable cost. And one of the guys I threw out there was Carl Haglin. And, you know, it wasn't really because I looked at Haglin and I said, man, this, this is the ideal fit. This is the absolute perfect fit for the New York Rangers. He's going to put the Rangers over the top and they're going to win a Stanley Cup because Carl Haglin's here. Um, I thought he's somebody that probably still had something left in the tank at the age of 35. Obviously, he re relies on his speed quite a bit. And, um, you know, you got to figure that's starting to go, especially after the hip surgeries. But to be honest, that that's a move that came from the heart as far as me throwing it out there. Uh, possible Ranger reunion with Carl Haglin. Look, everything else being equal, if the Rangers need to fill out their roster and they need to find a depth defenseman, a depth forward, uh, whatever the case might be, 
Everything else being equal, give me a guy that spent some time with the New York Rangers in the past and was a popular player, a hardworking player, brought some dynamic skill to the table. And I think Carl Hagelin, you know, he fits that description to a T. Uh, obviously, somebody that beat the odds even just by making it to the NHL as a former six-round pick. So, yeah, I mean, I like the idea of a Rangers reunion with Carl Hagelin. But as I mentioned at the time, and now it's obviously come to fruition, there is a very real possibility that Carl Hagelin was never going to play uh, another game in the NHL. And he has now made it official. Uh, he went to Instagram to make a post there and uh, announce his retirement. I'm going to go ahead and share that page. I'm going to bring this up on the screen here for anybody watching on YouTube. And for anybody that is uh, listening on audio, don't worry. I've got you covered. I'm going to walk you through it as well. But we'll go ahead and we'll bring up uh, this this tab here. There we go. There's the uh, tab that uh, from Instagram. Carl Hagelin posted this uh, just a couple of days ago, four days ago to be exact. He's got a couple of different pictures here. I'll, I'll run you through those real quick. The first picture that comes up is him with the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, you know, holding the Stanley Cup over his head and basically letting out a battle cry, as one does when they win the Stanley Cup. Uh, but this is what he had to say as far as the text of this Instagram post is concerned. He basically just wrote a thank you letter to pretty much everybody. But yeah, again, this is what he had to say here. It's been an amazing ride, but it ends here. Unfortunately, my eye injury is too severe to keep playing the game I love. I'm extremely grateful. For all the memories hockey has given me, and I've loved every single day of it, I'm going to miss going to battle with my teammates on a daily basis. I'm going to miss the ups and downs of a season. Nothing excites me more than stepping on the ice in front of 20,000 passionate fans. I want to thank all my amazing teammates, coaches, doctors, and other staff members that I've met and played with throughout the years. Lastly, I want to thank my family, my wife, and my kids for all their support, they made it possible for me to live out my dream. Thank you. And then you also get a heart emoji. And again, for anybody watching on YouTube here, uh, you can see one of the first comments there actually comes from none other than Henrik Lundqvist, who obviously was teammates with Carl Hagelin with the New York Rangers and also uh, playing for Sweden at the Olympics. But Lundqvist just said, congrats on an amazing career, Haggy. And you, know, you guys can look up this post if you'd like to. Uh, and like I said, I'll go ahead and run through the pictures here. Obviously, we got Hagelin with the Stanley Cup. And again, for anybody listening on audio, I'm going to talk you through it. I got you covered. Uh, the second picture here, you've got... Uh, Carl Hagelin with the Penguins celebrating one of their two Stanley Cup wins. I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure which one that is, but it's one of the two cups that he won uh, with the Penguins. Uh, you've also got a picture here of him with the Rangers. So he's in this picture. He's face down on the ice. Uh, he's got his head up, but he's just looking at Ryan McDonough and smiling. I can only assume this was after a goal, uh, probably that Carl Hagelin himself scored. Uh, we keep it going here. The fourth picture. Great picture here. Uh, this is with the Rangers after they won the Eastern Conference Championship back in 2014. They're there with the trophy and uh, Marty St. Louis is front and center. You got Carl Hagelin next to him. I believe that's Derek Stepan next to Hagelin. Um, you've got, you know, Mark Stahl is in this picture. Brad Richards is there. Obviously, Henrik Lundqvist is there as well. But a uh, very nice picture uh, with the New York Rangers. Let's keep it going here. Got a picture of him uh, celebrating a goal as a member of the Washington Capitals going down the bench line. Uh, we've also got, now this is a great picture. Ranger fans will remember this one for sure. Uh, Carl Hagelin in the penalty box along with six other members of the Washington Capitals. This is, of course, fight night, the aftermath of everything that happened with Tom Wilson. And the, the following game, it was just, you know, uh, a bunch of fighting and then a hockey game broke out is basically what it was. But yeah, the Capitals penalty box, it was getting pretty dire. There was no room for anybody to sit down or even fit in the penalty box. But Carl Hagelin was one of the players in the penalty box for that. 
Uh, you got another picture here of Carl Hagelin playing at the University of Michigan uh, with a C on his jersey or sweater, if you prefer. He was the captain of Michigan uh, for one year there. We'll talk a little bit about his collegiate career uh, in a minute here as well. And then uh, the last picture, uh, you've got a picture of Carl Hagelin as a youngster playing hockey and uh, might be uh, his first time, the first team that he ever played for. I'm not sure, but uh, obviously uh, very early in Carl Hagelin's career there. So uh, really a cool post by Hagelin. Uh, he pretty much covered every stop of his career. Um, didn't really mention the uh, the Ducks or the Kings, but he wasn't really uh, with either of those teams for all that long. Uh, bottom line, Carl Hagelin had an awesome career. And, uh, you know, the truth is that the Rangers basically kind of messed up when it comes to uh, them trading him away. He was a, a big-time New York Rangers success story. They got him much later in the draft than they should have been able to. But I'm getting ahead of myself just a little bit here. I do want to eventually uh, talk about all that, you know, all that good stuff and everything that he accomplished in the NHL. And like I said, we're going to do that in just a second. First, though, we got to let everybody know about Athletic Greens, today's sponsor of Locked On New York Rangers. AG1 is the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave it a try because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. And I wanted to see what all the hype was about. Now I've been on it for about 16 months, give or take. And I absolutely love it. Uh, I always drink it in the morning. It's one of the first things I do when I get out of bed. I drink it before I do anything active or before the day job or before I record the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers. I absolutely love it. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. AG1 helps you build your health. Foundation first. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally could not be any easier, which is why I trust AG1. I just mix one small scoop with a cup of water and drink it the first thing each and every morning. Done and done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. Pretty darn good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with high quality source ingredients. Win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network and check it out. All right, we just want to go ahead. Thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And for the everydayers, you guys are going to want to stick around. Uh, we've got, we're going to conclude our best and worst case scenario series in a, probably our next episode. We're going to take a look at the best and worst case scenarios for Alexi Lafreniere, Mika Zibanejad, and Capo Caco. That's going to be a fun one. So definitely uh, check that one out. I've also been talking with uh, Five Points Vids. He's a uh, sports YouTuber, just has an awesome channel. Check it out if you never have. Big time New York Ranger fan. He's been on the show a couple of times in the past. Uh, we're going to have him back. It's been way too long and definitely looking forward to talking some Ranger hockey with him. But for right now, let's go ahead, keep the focus on uh, the man of the hour, so to speak. And that would, of course, be Carl Hagelin. And, you know, just wanted to continue uh, basically running through everything here, his career stats. I'm going to read his Ranger-specific stats in a little bit. Uh, right now, we're going to look at his numbers as a whole in the NHL, 11 seasons in the NHL for Carl Hagelin. Uh, in order, he spent four with the Rangers, one with the Ducks, four with the Penguins, one with the Kings, 
four with the Caps. Now, I realize that adds up to more than 11, but a couple of those seasons, you know, he split it between uh, two different teams. So that's why, you know, the, the number ends up being higher than 11 there. But once again, obviously did not play last year due to the eye injury. I suppose he was holding out hope that he might be able to return. Uh, not going to be happening now. Uh, sounds like he is uh, hanging up the skates officially due to, uh, you know, that Instagram post that he left the other day. Uh, but for his career numbers, 713 games, 110 goals, 186 assists, 296 points. He was a plus 119 for his career. Very impressive. Uh, average 15 minutes, 16 seconds of ice time per night, 283 block shots, 679 hits, 310 takeaways against 268 giveaways. And in the playoffs, 141 career Stanley Cup playoff games for the Carl, uh, for Carl Hagelin. Uh, obviously, you know, played for uh, a lot of different teams and was part of uh, a lot of different um, playoff runs both with the Rangers and obviously with the Penguins where he won two Stanley Cups. Uh, as far as like his career accolades, so he debuted with the Rangers in 2011-2012. He was 23 years old at the time. He finished fifth in the voting for the Calder that season and was 43rd in the Selkie Trophy voting, which of course goes to uh, the best defensive forward in the league. He later had a couple of 27th and 29th place finishes uh, for the Selkie uh, a few years after that. Again, also a two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Penguins. I know it's with the Penguins, but we are going to talk about that uh, in a little bit here and the role that Carl Hagelin played with the Penguins in those two seasons. I mean, that was always the silver lining for me. If a team that you don't like wins a championship, whether it's hockey or whatever sport might be, you know, hopefully there's at least one player over there or somebody that used to play on your team that's like, all right, I can, I can at least feel good for Carl Hagelin or, you know, whoever that player might be in whatever sport that might be. Uh, he was also a silver medalist while playing for Sweden at the 2014 Winter Olympics. Uh, Hagelin scored two goals during that run. Also won a silver medal uh, with Sweden at the 2008 World Juniors. And it is time we got to talk about his Stanley Cup wins. He was part of the uh, infamous, or I guess famous, whichever one you prefer, the HBK line with Phil Kessel and new New York Ranger Nick Bonino. Uh, he will be making his Ranger debut later this month, which, I mean, that just sounds awesome. Talking about Ranger hockey occurring later this month. It's not, you know, off in, the, off in the distance, off in the horizon, nothing like that. We've got Ranger hockey, preseason hockey, but Ranger hockey nonetheless later this month in September here. But yeah, Haglin, he was instrumental. And, um, you know, I'm not the only person that believes that he was instrumental in the Penguins winning their two Stanley Cups, particularly the, fir the first one of those two. Uh, we talked to Hunter Hodes. He does an awesome job with Locked On Penguins. And uh, he couldn't say enough nice things about, you know, we were talking to him about Bonino specifically because the Rangers obviously picked up Bonino in free agency this offseason. But the entire line, uh, Hunter could not sing their praises enough. And obviously Carl Haglin was a huge part of that. In the 2015-2016 playoff run to the Stanley Cup for the Penguins, Haglin appeared in 24 playoff games, six goals, 10 assists. Uh, then in 2016-2017, he was dealing with some injuries, wasn't as prominent, didn't have quite as big of a role on the Penguins that year, but 15 games, two goals, no assists. Uh, he had the final goal of the playoffs that year. He scored an empty netter in game six against the Predators uh, that made the score 2-0 in favor of the Penguins and uh, clinched them the Stanley Cup. So Carl Haglin becomes a two-time Stanley Cup winner from six-round afterthought to two-time Stanley Cup champion. It just is unfortunate that that didn't happen with the Rangers. It, of course, had to happen with the Penguins, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, the book has been written, and uh, Carl Haglin, again, obviously a, a big member of those uh, championship-winning teams over there in Pittsburgh. 
I also want to talk briefly, you know, I know we're skipping around a little bit here, but I want to talk briefly about Haglin's uh, college career because he was a standout there as well, which kind of makes you wonder how he fell as far as he did in the NHL draft. But yeah, he went to Michigan four seasons there, was an alternate captain as a junior, became the captain as a senior, 171 games at Michigan, 61 goals, 91 assists. So 152 points in 171 games. He was also a plus 48. And again, you know, you're playing for a prominent Division I school, putting up numbers like that, almost a point per game in your four seasons combined, getting better and better with each, with each passing season, ending up being an alternate captain and then the captain. I'm trying to figure out how anybody... I know I'm oversimplifying it a little bit, but how can anybody with a resume like that drop all the way to the sixth round and the kind of speed that he had with one of the fastest players in the NHL um, tough to figure out, but that's what ended up happening. You know, he ended up uh, dropping quite a ways in the NHL draft. And, you know, if I'm being honest, that was really the only uh, draft pick that the Rangers made that year that ended up, you know, really, really paying dividends for the team. And again, he should have been a Ranger longer than he was, but I'm going to talk about all that, his career highlights with the New York Rangers, um, you know, what led to him being traded, all that good stuff. And uh, again, just wish Carl Hagelin well in his retirement. We're going to do all that good stuff in just a second. All right. So now we get to the really fun stuff. We, you know, we've talked about his collegiate career, him winning the cups with the Penguins, a um, couple of other things as well. But uh, we want to get to his best moments as a member of the New York Rangers. And, uh, you know, there's a few you could go with here. A couple will pop to your mind pretty quickly. A couple of you guys probably know a couple that are going to be on this list here as far as Hagelin's greatest moment uh, as a member of the New York Rangers. You can probably figure it out. But I'm going to go with uh, right from the uh, the start, right from Carl Hagelin making his NHL debut. To me, that is one of his best moments as a member of the New York Rangers. Carl Hagelin made his NHL debut, his New York Ranger debut, on November 25th, 2011. It was Rangers versus Caps. It was a road game for the Rangers. Uh, Hagelin got his first career assist in a game that the Rangers won. Uh, he picked up a secondary assist, passed John Mitchell. John Mitchell then to Brian Boyle, and Brian Boyle scored. So he gets his first point right off the bat there. Then in his second game, the Rangers are at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. John Mitchell to Ryan McDonough to Carl Hagelin. Hagelin scores his first career goal. And of note here, you know, again, keep in mind, this is a six-round pick. He's getting a chance. You know, he, he's getting uh, his first taste of NHL action. He had a four-point, uh, or a four-game point streak to start his NHL career. He had an assist in his first game, a goal in his second game, and an assist in his third game, as well as his fourth game. So, you know, this is somebody that, again, six-round pick, you're kind of an afterthought in the draft. It's tough to go from a six-rounder to even make it to the NHL, and I got to believe it's even more difficult to stay there. So do not underestimate the importance for Carl Hagelin, uh, the fact that when he got his chance, first four games of, a, of his NHL career, he ends up with four points. Don't underestimate the importance of that because I just think, you know, when you're that late of a draft pick, the time's ticking. You might get your chance in the NHL, but you're only going to have so many games to prove that you belong there and that you can contribute in one way or another. Those were critical, critical moments of Carl Hagelin's uh, hockey playing career. And man, he passed with flying colors. Like I said, a four game point streak to kick off his NHL career. Really cool. And also of note, you know, from that stretch there, he was in the NHL to stay quite literally. You know, he's caught up from the minors. He never played another AHL game for the rest of his career. Once he got the promotion to the NHL, he was there to stay. And as we mentioned, a very lengthy and very uh, successful career for Carl Hagelin, spanning 11 seasons with five different teams and, of course, the two Cups. And uh, what can you say? Burst onto the scene, took the bull by the horns, 
uh, you know, did, sh- took his shot and didn't miss, basically. You know, he, he was here to stay uh, after making his NHL debut and can't say enough about uh, the job he did. Once again, just taking advantage of an opportunity, running with it, and basically just never looking back uh, from the, from that moment forward. I also want to mention, since we're talking so much about him being a six-round draft pick, I want to talk about the draft class that year and, and some of the other Ranger picks that year. But to kind of put you guys in the time frame, this is the 2007 NHL draft. This is when Carl Hagelin was taken. Uh, this was the year that Patrick Kane went number one. James Van Riemsdyk was number two. Jacob Voracek was seven. Uh, Logan Couture was nine. Ryan McDonough was 12. Again, just to kind of give you guys a little idea of, you know, who was being taken when and what players were entering the NHL around this time. But as mentioned, yes, Carl Hagelin went to the Rangers in the sixth round at number 168 overall. Something that's interesting there, too, is that five picks later, uh, Nick Bonino was taken by the Sharks at number 173. And, of course, they, years later, formed the HBK line. And, you know, Hagelin wins the, the Cups with the, the Penguins, as does Bonino. And Bonino set to join uh, the New York Rangers for this upcoming season. But one of the true steals of this draft was Carl Hagelin. I feel like the last couple of rounds there, he, he's the best player probably of, of the entire bunch. Um, not the entire draft, but the entire, you know, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. Uh, but the Rangers that year in the draft, if we're being honest, it was a draft to forget other than the Carl Hagelin pick. Now, let me just first of all say, um, this does not include their first round pick. Their first round pick was the late Alex Cherapenov. Uh, He went number 17 overall. He passed away tragically in a hockey game at the age of just 19. Uh, This is before he ever made his debut with the New York Rangers. And obviously, you know, you're talking about the draft and hockey and everything. Very, very secondary to a tragic loss of life. As far as what kind of a hockey player he would have been in the NHL, uh, very sadly, we will never know. He has his whole career ahead of him, his whole life ahead of him. And so when I talk about the Rangers, you know, kind of missing with all their picks in this draft, I'm not including Cherapanov in that at all. Again, tragic loss of life. Uh, just breaks your heart to hear about something like that. And um, again, we'll, we'll just never know what kind of career and what kind of life, you know, he, he would have ended up having uh, past the age of 19 there. So so obviously just a, a terrible thing. But when you look at the rest of the Ranger draft picks this season, you had Anton LaFleur in the second round. I, I don't know who that is. Max Campbell in the fifth round. Don't know who that is. Then Carl Hagelin was taken in the sixth round at number 168. Then you had David Skokan in the seventh round and then Danny Hobbs in the seventh round. So uh, needless to say, Carl Hagelin, far and away, the best Ranger draft pick of that year, uh, basically salvaged the draft for them by being, you know, a very good player for them while he was a member of this team. And, you know, we, we did his stats a little bit earlier in today's episode. I want to go ahead and uh, mention his, his Ranger stats, just isolate the four years that he spent as a member of the Blue Shirts. 266 games with the Rangers, 58 goals, 72 assists, 130 points. He was a plus 57 during his time with the Rangers. You ever realize he always has just a ridiculous plus minus? Good things tend to happen when Carl Haglund's on the ice. And I know, you know, plus minus, there's some divided opinion there as far as how good of a stat it is to measure a player's effectiveness. But every time we mention his plus minus, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, Had a 9.8 shooting percentage with the Rangers. Average 15 minutes and 38 seconds of ice time, 120 block shots, 275 hits, 126 takeaways against 113 giveaways. And as we already mentioned, uh, was fifth in the Calder during his rookie season. But the Rangers basically messed up. They traded away the only player that ended up helping them, you know, from that draft class that he was in. And 
Uh, he was an impending free agent, so it's probably one of those situations where they didn't feel like they could afford him or they, they didn't want to pay him whatever they thought he was going to be or they thought maybe this is a high opportunity. Maybe they felt like uh, Carl Hagen was playing a little bit over his head those first few years there, but not a good trade at all. They trade him to the Anaheim Ducks. This occurred in June of 2015. It was Hagelin and two draft picks in exchange for Emerson Eaton and a second round draft pick in 2015. They used that draft pick to select Ryan Gropp. So Eaton, as far as how that turned out, he played in all of 19 games with the Rangers, zero goals, three assists. Gropp never played a game in the NHL. So whoops, not exactly a banner moment for the New York Rangers or a, a trade that you know really paid off in a big, big way for this team. Uh, quite the opposite. In fact, they gave him away for what turned out to be next to nothing. And what makes it so much worse, you know, they trade him out of conference, the Ducks, probably not an accident. You know, if it's up to the Rangers, they're not going to trade him to one of their division rivals. Half a season later, the Ducks trade him to the Pittsburgh Penguins. He spends, I think it was four seasons with the Penguins or, or parts of four seasons and ends up winning the two Stanley Cups there. Good on Hagelin for winning the Cups, but obviously a uh, move that really hurt the Rangers in just about every conceivable way that trade can come back to bite you. That's exactly what happened uh, for the New York Rangers after they dealt uh, Carl Hagelin. Uh, something else that I thought was kind of interesting, kind of fun. Uh, while he was still with the Rangers, he won the NHL fastest skater competition. This happened um, after Adam Henrique actually decided not to participate. He was uh, dealing with an injury at the time, and Carl Hagelin took his place, and he won. He, he won with the fastest time that was ever recorded, uh, 13.218 seconds. That record has since been broken, uh, but obviously cool moment for Carl Hagelin there. Wasn't even going to participate in the competition at all. Gets a spot due to an injury and wins it and sets a new record um, you know, for that, that competition at the All-Star Game. Uh, he actually mentioned after winning it that he thinks Marion Gabarik, who was his teammate at the time, might actually be faster than he is. Uh, I guess we'll never know for sure, but uh, interesting that Haglin, you know, shout out Gabarik in that moment there. And now, uh, what I think is going to be the most fun part of this episode, we're going to look at Haglin's uh, best moments as a member of the New York Ranger. There are a couple that just instantly spring to mind. And in fact, I already covered you know, his debut. To me, that's a moment for Carl Hagelin. We didn't realize how big of a moment it would be at the time. But obviously, you know, he got off to a nice start and uh, used it to kind of just springboard his way to a really successful, uh, just awesome NHL career. I, I would say a moment that really stands out. And again, there's one that's so, so obvious, but we're going to be ending with that one. So uh, just, just uh, be patient as far as that one is concerned. But uh, a moment that instantly comes to mind is... Marty St. Louis scoring an overtime in game four against the Montreal Canadiens in the Eastern Conference final in Madison Square Garden. That goal by Marty St. Louis give the Rangers a three to one series lead. They went on to win that series in six games, but just an awesome blue collar, hardworking shift for the line of Carl Hagelin, Marty St. Louis and Brad Richards, a really long shift. The Rangers were just buzzing in the offensive zone. They were all over the Canadians on this play. Didn't give them an inch to breathe. Um, all over the puck, pressuring the puck. The Canadians had three, count them, go back and watch it, three different chances to get the puck out of their zone and into the neutral zone. It looked like a couple times they were going to be able to, but you had uh, Richards and St. Louis. They teamed up to prevent a clear. Uh, then Richards himself you know, prevented a clear as well. And then Carl Hagelin, the third time, prevented a clear and basically just stole the puck away. By this point, Marty St. Louis had kind of gotten lost on the other side of the rink and Hagelin, a beautiful pass over to St. Louis. St. Louis takes care of the rest, uh, roofs a shot, scores, gives the Rangers the overtime win, and that gave them, once again, the 3-1 to series uh, lead. 
and they went on to win that series in six games. But I also have to give a big shout out to Belle Frazier of Forever Blue Shirts here. She did an article not too long ago about Carl Hagelin talking about some of his biggest moments. And there was a moment actually from that very same game that I had kind of forgotten about a little bit. Uh, Hagelin scored a shorthanded goal to give the Rangers a one nothing lead in game four. You had Ryan McDonough. He made a short pass up the boards to Brian Boyle. You know, Boyle advanced it up the boards just a little bit. Big pass through the neutral zone, a long pass. Carl Hagelin springs on a breakaway, and nobody's catching Carl Hagelin. He goes to the net, a little forehand backhand action, tucks it past Tokarski, and uh, gives the Rangers a one to nothing lead at that time. And of course, as we just mentioned, the Rangers went on to win that game in overtime with Carl Hagelin collecting the primary assist on a goal by Marty St. Louis. So that was an awesome moment there as well. And the one that nobody could ever forget, game five overtime against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Dominic Moore, awesome shift here. Dominic Moore, one of my personal favorite players. As far as like just kind of Rangers who weren't necessarily around for that long or you know Rangers that aren't exactly household names. Dominic Moore, his name is really up there pretty high on the list for me. He's a hardworking player and um, you know somebody that uh, could surprise you with his offensive ability from time to time. Great penalty killer. Um, just somebody that, you know, I really enjoyed watching on the New York Rangers, but, uh, two phenomenal plays during this sequence. Again, Rangers to kind of set the stage here, game five, first round against the Penguins in overtime and up three games to one in the series. So they score and they eliminate the Penguins. And what happens here, Dominic Moore, the puck is in the corner twice, both times he dug the puck out of there and kind of kept the play alive, allowed the Rangers to maintain possession in the offensive zone. And the second one was crazy because he was actually outnumbered on this play. Uh, Martin and Crosby were both on Dominic Moore, and Moore's fighting for everything he's got to you know, kind of fend them off and, and keep possession of the puck, and he's able to do that. Puck kind of squirts away from him a little bit, but Carl Hagelin, perfect timing. He's right there, picks up the puck, circles around uh, in front of the net, gets to the right face-off circle, right where the dot is, basically, and just uh, rips a quick snapshot, gets it past Marc-Andre Fleury into the net, short side goal, Carl Hagelin scores, eliminates the Pittsburgh Penguins, and uh, sends the Rangers to the second round. And it's interesting because this overtime winner doesn't get talked about as much as some other Ranger overtime winners, which is somewhat understandable. You know, you think, obviously, Matto for obvious reasons. Uh, Artemi Panarin beat the Penguins in overtime in a Game 7. That was in the first round, uh, but it was a Game 7 as opposed to a Game 5 here. And, of course, Derek Stepan, Game 7 overtime winner in Round 2 against the Capitals. There are other ones as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this to me, it's almost like the forgotten playoff overtime goal for the New York Rangers. I, I think it's one of those things that, like when you mention it to another Ranger fan, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, but it's not like one of those moments that comes to mind right away, but a huge moment there. Obviously, look, I know the Rangers were up three games to one, but you never know what can happen. You know, the Rangers lose that game in overtime. You're going back to Pittsburgh for game six. I mean, who wants to deal with that? Let's just end this thing. Rangers aren't exactly known for ending playoff series in swift fashion it always goes six games and at least six games and often seven sometimes you know game seven overtime um but yeah they, they took care of business there and uh carl Hagelin with the exclamation point on that series and for my money uh his best moment i don't even really see how you can argue for anything else his best moment as a member of the new york rangers but to kind of wrap up today's episode and uh once again you know just kind of pay tribute to carl Hagelin. all the best to him in his retirement obviously he had a great career uh someone who despite, you know, seemingly having his doubters pretty much through every level of hockey that he, that he was at and, and not being drafted until the sixth round, beat the odds, succeeded in a big way at every single uh, level of hockey. And I just wish he would have been with the Rangers a little bit longer than he was. I mean, I guess if he was, 
There's a chance he never wins those Stanley Cups. Um, I guess everything happens for a reason. But, uh, yeah, you know, Carl Hagelin, uh, just just a great player. I think the fans really liked him while he was here. Always seemed to be a popular teammate as well. Gave the Rangers that speed dynamic. Uh, you got a hit on some of your late-round draft picks, and the Rangers clearly hit on Carl Hagelin. The only problem, they didn't know uh, enough to to hang on to him longer than they did. Just, just a bad trade, and um, we see what happened after that, where he went on to the Penguins and uh, did all his championship winning there. So, yeah. Like I said, it, it's... It's unfortunate that that happened with the Penguins in a way, but I'm still very, very happy for Carl Hagelin that he got his two Stanley Cups uh, with the Penguins. Uh, to kind of wrap up today's episode here, I did just want to mention announcement here that uh, all the Locked On NHL podcasts, including Locked On New York Rangers, is going to be going back to five episodes per week beginning the week of Monday, September 18th. So we're going to have uh, three episodes this week, three episodes next week, and then five episodes for a very, very long time uh, the following week after that, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And it's actually perfect timing because the Rangers and Flyers, they're going to do uh, their two-game rookie series where, you know, it's basically just what it sounds like. All the prospects and rookies uh, for the Rangers and Flyers, they're going to be playing each other for a couple of games uh, in the Philadelphia area. So definitely looking forward to that. No word yet on whether the Rangers are going to broadcast that or not, but obviously we'll keep our eyes there. And I'm also going to go ahead, get into the, the uh, New York Ranger Fantasy League. And uh, basically just remove those who I haven't heard from from last year and put in some of you guys that have uh, reached out as first-year players this year. So a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Uh, cannot wait for some Ranger hockey later this month as well. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that's at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.